very special guest star. Welcome, Enoch. Sound of applause. Woo! I am gonna like cut that and put a little applause, like sound effect. And thank you for tuning in. Today we have a very, um, I lost my train of thought. It is completely gone. <laughs> We're going to continue. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about something very updated and new and technology and modern and just amazing. But yes. to do that, we're first going to go into the history of these things. What are we talking about, Enoch? We are talking about games. Games. What kind of games? Yes. Yes. <laughs> More awesome. <specific>. So, <laughs> More specifically, I think we wanted to go over like what? Video games and board games, mm -hmm. so... And the connection of, like, how they were invented and how they influenced each other. Especially, like, before and now, because I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of differences now. Yeah. Or, I'm not sure. We're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna attempt to answer those questions. Yeah, because, like... I've grown up playing both, like board games, of course, like the classic Monopoly, and then oh, yeah. there's also video games where, like, it's progressed in such a way from like the old platformers that we we are so familiar with to like now these open world games or with so many different uh, things. And I was interested, like, do board do games do board games influence the video games? Mm -hmm. And then, likewise, now that we have more, like, different board games coming out with new, not just, like, the classic Monopoly, do the video games we have also influence board games that we have now? So, that, that was kind of the thought behind it. I think they would. I think, um, yeah, I think we should pull up the articles yeah. that I have there. Yeah. So... And I guess we'll talk about the oldest form known right now for video games. Or, sorry, board games. Tabletop games. Tabletops. Tabletop. Is that what we call them? Okay. Tabletop, yeah. That would probably make the most sense. Yeah. Because mm. if we include games in general... What if you don't have a table? What, do you just play on the floor? Probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, it's um, board games. It's it is board games. It wouldn't be just tabletop. Do you play them when you're bored? I Monopoly I had to play when I was like Monopoly makes you bored, so I don't know about that. I I personally <laughs> don't like Monopoly because I kept losing. <laughs> but like there are other games that we would play like Mahjong, like mm -hmm. not just like Mahjong Towers, but like actual Something similar to 13, basically. Mm. So, but... Um, Mahjong was one, and then, like, Game of Life was a classic one, and I don't know what other games we have. Risk! Ah. But, we're digressing. Let, should we get back to the article? We should get back to the article. We should talk about the history of tabletop and board games. How, how we're going to go about this. Um, I'm not sure. Is there anything in the article that well, stands out? Or is it, like, really long? 
It's because you pretty can long kind article. of pick and choose. But yeah, like what was the earliest earliest recorded board game that people were playing? Ah, so they actually have that listed. Um, they say that the very first game apparently was dice. Oh. Um. Okay. Back. That makes sense. Back in like yes. ancient Egypt. Mm. Mesopotamia, Egypt kind of situation mm. where you had dice and then you had sticks, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they Better. that was where their, their intro oh, starts. Oh, yeah, it makes me think of um, on the Mount of Crucifixion when the guards were playing dice, they were they were casting lots. I guess it's it would be similar that's like though. a form of like gambling, like games, like using. Yeah. Some kind of logic structure of... Yeah, yeah. Logic and chance. Mm. Kind of. It's like poker. Yeah. Yeah. Early poker. Early poker. (laughs) (laughs) For the cloak of the Lord. Oof. Um. Yes. So Mm. that was a long time ago, and we have come a long, long way. Made thousands... Of games. Yeah, so, so many games. There is backgammon, there's chess, there's what checkers. Are, are there different like classifications for different games? Like I feel like chess and checkers and like a couple others, they have like their own category of like it's a very specific like type of play. Mm. Like, you have a very specific set of moves and very specific characters. I feel like... Because chess I've always saw as, like, a strategy game, right? Yeah. So I guess those would be strategy games. And then they kind of branched off. Yeah. There. Which, like, bred Stratego. Mm. Or games like Risk, where you had very specific mm-hmm. moves and uh, pieces mm-hmm. that had specific rules. Risk... You basically only had one piece. The pieces were just counting how many of those units you had at a spot. Uh, but you had very specific ways of, like, engaging your yeah. opponent. Yeah. So... It's very competitive. Yeah. There's not any, like, cooperation aspect about that. There's not... Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like now there's a lot of games that promote cooperation. Yeah. And like, I know was, there's... Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. There's, like, what... Uh, Avalon, for example, mm. where you have secret teams, or another game similar to that, Secret Hitler, most people are more familiar with. Mm. Or. I don't know that I've ever played that. Secret Hitler? Mm. So basically, in both both games, you have two hidden teams. You have good guys and bad guys. And mm. the bad guys are trying to sabotage these missions you're going on, um, or boats. And so if you have a boat in it, that's like a negative vote then the mission is corrupt and basically the bad guys have one one round or something like that why does that remind me of among us because both because among us came from that among us's premises was that it was a social deduction game Mm. and so while you were doing tasks similar similar to these other games Mm -hmm. You were trying to deduce who is on whose team. Mm-hmm. So who's the bad guy, who's not. 
Because none of the rules are revealed. Kind of mafia. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. mafia is also one of those games where social deduction was became a popular thing. So that's also a thing because like we had mafia, which is like a game that people play with cards mm -hmm. and just to identify rules, which mm -hmm. led to maybe Avalon and mm -hmm. Secret Hitler. Which led to games creating like Avalon or not Avalon, sorry. Among Us. Among Us. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah, I know. There's definitely a progression you can kind of see. I feel like sometimes, kind of branching off from board games to video games, or m maybe it stands true for both. I feel like when I was younger, I would play like simpler games and they were like easier to kind of catch on and learn, but now the games that are popular seem to be like really complicated yeah so you have to like actually like take time to sit down and like you can't just like sit down and play around and then just leave you, you have to like yeah. plan out like oh i'm gonna have to learn all this i have to collect this i have to collect this and exactly, it like yeah it it gives you like really rewarding gameplay especially if you have like a good group to play with but i feel like that it's become like more of a a intentional hobby rather than just like a passive thing to I don't know maybe not it's a very social hobby if anything yeah because when you're investing in people mm. but as you said like the games the rules you have to learn more so we have these really complex games now mm -hmm. less so like we could go down the rabbit hole of like these escape games mm -hmm. or the tabletop uh, strategy games, which led probably led into like things like real time strategy games, similar mm -hmm. to like StarCraft, or to use a very popular, maybe even cliche or not cliche, but like very niche, but still popular one, Warhammer, which has tabletop games, but then also has their own RTS games. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I forgot where I was going with this. That's cool. I don't think I was going anywhere in particular, so I think I kind of carried us away. Um, kind of branch after the video games. You want to pull up the article on video games and see, like, where they started? I, I remember Nintendo. Nintendo stuck in my head, and I remember something about, like, the year 1881 or... Well, then, 1891 like they started a long time ago mm. and obviously they didn't even have the technology to make video games but, but they, they had, were like, already games. going they had, they had games. games yeah they didn't have video games but they had games so they were they were set up yeah 1952 wait oh, that's that's the early days yes that is correct okay some guy made oxo or oxo aka tic-tac-toe <laughs> oh. That was 1952, um, okay. as a part of a doctoral dissertation from some British professor. And then another guy made Tennis for Two in 1958, which I assume would basically be Pong. Yeah. Then yeah, nowadays yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. And then so it looks like around the 50s was the start of computerized games. And then we eventually led to the console, like mm -hmm. your Xbox and stuff. But and then arcade games were in there too. Yeah. 
like Atari console consoles you you like buy for yourself yeah arcade games I mean I guess people did used to buy them for themselves and just mm-hmm. have a game room but but you had Space Invaders so Space Invaders the arc- arcade game came in 78 mm-hmm. so I'm assuming that Around did, the 70s, late 70s, was. Did, sorry. Oh, yes. Cabinets. Like the arcade cabinets. Those ones that you see. Oh, yeah, up yeah, 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 It's around 78, 79. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about like computer games? Because they made computers, games? you know, to actually do work and mathematical stuff and internet and all that stuff. And then they started mm. making, developing games off of, off of that. That's a good question. Uh, I remember my cousin like programming games and like making games. I don't remember like when that was. They're not was really the only one that they really mentioned was there was a video computer system, which mm. I assume is a console. Yeah, that's that essentially was what a console. Seventy-seven. Is. So a lot of the games came in seven the seventies. <laughs> retro arcade games mm-hmm. but there's not really a mention of standalone computer oh i take that back uh 62 was a game called space war oh made in mit by ah. a guy named steve russell thanks steve russell shut up yeah and you can install it to your computer so yeah <coughs> huh mm-hmm it was for the PDP one, programmed data processor one, which PDP? was a yeah. I don't know what this one is. Wait, but is that is that a company? Because I have stuff for my Nintendo Switch. I have no idea, but it's P- it it's just an acronym for it. I don't know if it's uh, an actual brand. Okay, no, no. That was that's weird though, because they have PDP sells accessories for Nintendo. That would probably well. It would make. I suppose it would make sense because if it's you can install it to your computer, mm. it would. I would assume that that's the same way that our chips for video games or um, cartridges. cartridges would have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's not really mention of games, board games influencing. Uh, what's it called? Video games so much. I couldn't find a lot of articles about that. I don't know if nobody has really written anything about it, or if there's no interest for it, or if it's just not like available to public, but I couldn't find anything specifically about like how they influence each other. Mm. So... We can talk a little bit about, because I don't even know all the terms. I, I think you're a lot more familiar with the kind of the video game logo. Like you were talking about earlier, like there's platforms, there's open world, there's... Oh, the genres? Yeah, there's genres and then there are like mechanics and <clears throat> then like the rules and standards. Because you can't have games without like a whole set of like 
boundaries and like ways to ways to play yeah Yeah. so like i think with genres there's like very specific ways that people expect them to play Mm. or like how how we play certain board games kind of lend themselves well to games video games that are very similar Mm-hmm. So to use an example we used earlier, Warhammer in their tabletop uh, uh, war games and then leading into RTS strategies. What's RTS? Or, uh, real-time strategies. Ah. Those games and uh, those, uh, I guess, kind of city-building conquering games where you well basically it's all RTS kind of simulation like farming farming kind of as in like gathering resources uh uh, gathering units and Mm -hmm. organizing units and it's using those units and uh coordinating an attack Mm -hmm. with those units so like Age of Empires Cossacks yeah stuff like yeah Starcraft Starcraft uh, I haven't played that. Yeah. Very popular game in Korea. Mm. <laughs> but, like, there are other games that I'm... Because we have more of these complica- complicated games, board games, and these video games have come out, or, like, a lot of video games that have open world or stuff like that, there is influence, I think, in both ways. Mm-hmm. So, like, these open world games definitely have had influence from like maybe those tabletop RPG games. They're not necessarily board games per se because you don't necessarily need a board but they have a storytelling element that's similar to how a role-playing game or not a role-playing game and an open world might run. Like Dungeons and Dragons? Exactly. So Yeah. And so Dungeons and Dragons, like the gameplay, you. There are rules set up for you, but then you get to make your specific rules. Like mm-hmm. you get to you get to choose your set of rules for your yeah. character and then for your game, right? So think of it as like an engine, a game engine, mm. where there are a bunch of like you have these elements you can use. You can use whatever you want in this huge toolkit, but. Mm. Like, how you limit those rules determines how you play the game. Mm-hmm. So, open world is similar. The idea, I think, in open world is, like, there's there's so many elements that are similar in open worlds, but there are ways that they limit how you interact with things mm-hmm. or what you can use or how they, they uh, balance stats and stuff mm-hmm. to, to make it work for their game. Same thing with role-playing games, like, Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder or whatever RPG games that people find. Mm. Hmm. So, video games or board games, if you could only do one for the rest of your life? Ooh. That's a hard one. Well, yeah. I think while there are games that like video games make certain games more accessible mm-hmm. or certain things of imagination more accessible there isn't I think our imagination can still provide those things mm-hmm. I mean 
what's a first person shooter other than playing like maybe airsoft or paintballing yeah what is a real-time strategy game other than a tabletop war game simulation with a little bit more like color and more color and more more uh uh faster pace sure basically yeah of course, there will be probably some games we wouldn't be able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they existed in thought before they were made mm-hmm. there, so there yeah. was some type of prototype that led up to the video game. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like we're not, we're not gonna play GTA in real life. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very bad idea. <laughs> That's basically the purge. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of you know specific games which game would you or maybe not game but what genre of tabletop games would you choose if you could play only one only one mm-hmm. type hmm. I think I would go with role playing mm. there is a lot behind it that I, I'm always fascinated about how they balance or make the game playable for both the players themselves and the one making the story. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not just the game for the the players who are actually making their characters, make the, made their own characters and are playing the story out. It's also the story that's being made by the, the dungeon master or whoever mm-hmm. created the campaign. And so how how you balance the enjoyment of both the the creating the creator person and then the one who's enjoying the the actual story actually yeah the uh, the, yeah. the characters in the story so yeah. no that makes sense yeah about anything about video games about my opinion of games about something yeah uh let me think there was i think do kind of tangent on do video games and board games influence each other Mm. how much do our video games influence like our culture, I guess? I think that's a very broad question. Yeah? No, that's a, that's a fair question. I think something that just popped in my head was, like, just right off the bat, like, games, tabletop games, I feel like didn't necessarily have to be flashy or anything, like, super spectacular, but, like, now, kind of in light of video games and how much video games offer, like, they're making tabletop games, like, more exciting. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're adding, like, more details and like I don't know that's kind of getting back to the other thing that I said but yeah as a cultural thing goes that's that's probably something that they've done studies on I know they've definitely done studies on like the whether whether playing like first person shooters actually like influences you to be more violent oh yeah I've, I've gone through that in my psychology classes and how it's like kind of like mental conditioning and 
So like being desensitizing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 basically. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I personally think of those, but I I know that they've done a lot of studies in that. Mm-hmm. In a way, living life is a game. Game of life. The game, no, not the game of life. <laughs> exactly. We've got full no. circle. We're back to board games. Maybe, okay, maybe I'm just <laughs> maybe I'm just too much of a nerd. But sometimes I'll imagine myself as like a character, and the things that I'm doing throughout the day are like the things that I use to like level up my character. But that's basically just like The Sims. Oh. Okay. Did you think about it? Like, right. I didn't play The Sims. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but it, it's basically like those kind of but like yes. slice of life yes. situation. Yes. Or there's like, <laughs> to use a dumb one. Not necessarily dumb, but like, I think a cliche one, not, not dumb. Mm. Cliche is dating sims where you make decisions mm. there's still like a slice of life aspect but there's like still decision making mm-hmm. in those games I don't really play those because they weren't really appealing <laughs> but I've I've seen my friends play those mm. and I'm like okay so there's like a decision making kind of situation here yeah Or, like, when you set up, like, your sims right there. And then you, like, you have to make them, like, get food. Or make make their house. Survive. Make them survive, yeah. Or they... But it's also, like... You play God, basically. In the essentially. Sims. Yeah. 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 Basically. I remember... You ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon? I had the game. I would make, like, roller coasters and... Sometimes, just to be mean, I would make make them so that they would crash on purpose. <laughs> so yeah. pe- people would get on and they would go up on the thing and then they would die. And I would yeah. feel this little twinge of remorse and I was like, why did I do that? But the explosion was pretty. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing, like, when you ask, like, what games would we have or, like, could we play real life games or, like, games itself... <laughs> There are things we can't replicate in real life I am in these games. Going like... to become an engineer, and I am going to go to school for eight years and build a roller coaster. There's actually a guy on YouTube who's done that, and like no. he, he he didn't purposely get his degree to play video game engineering video games, but he got his degree, and he's his YouTube channel often revolves around engineering type games where mm. either you create things or like you build systems and one of the ones was roller coaster tycoon mm-hmm. and classic roller coaster tycoon you mm. launch the roller coasters elsewhere yeah yeah a lot of a lot of trial and error and yeah figuring stuff out oh but that is cool well that's one of the that's also one of the things i think we've had Maybe even like how we video games have influenced us because we have a lot of chances in video games. You mess up, you get to restart in some ways. In real life, we don't really get that. (laughs) You just gotta deal with it. (laughs) Mm. Yep. 
I would usually go for about this long and then usually what ends up happening is that I add in sound effects and a little bit of music like you've heard and then I cut out some of the awkward pauses and other things mm -hmm. so this is basically what I would do yeah this is fun actually hey. it's a lot of fun hey do we have a closing so we we this is I think my my closing is just it's hallmarked by the awkwardness of it and you just have to embrace it and you usually I'll like find a spot to cut it off while we're still talking because it's com comedic oh that's a good point yeah it's a good point yeah so yeah. we're just gonna ramble for a little bit and see if there's something that one of us says that's funny enough that we can like cut it <laughs> you know what I mean you want me to do that <laughs> I could just, let's just go thank you for listening everybody go play some games maybe try a new game maybe if you have a phone if you don't have like access to a console or a computer just just download something on your phone because video games are good for your brain they don't fry your brain like to a certain degree oh no 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 they're, they're just good for you oh yeah they're okay. just good they're they're 100 percent 100 good for you um you can come quote me on this if your brain fries please sue me um, <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> goodbye <laughs>so if you have an instagram go ahead and pop over to my page at of dot course underscore why dot not to check out the funky and fresh pictures i post on there feel more than free to leave a snarky comment and i'll see you next week